The following is a presentation of Southern Union State Community College Athletics. Exclusive broadcast rights have been granted to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com by Southern Union Bison Athletics. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written consent of iSchoolSportsNetwork.com is strictly prohibited. Southern Union Bison Athletics, brought to you by Southern Union State Community College, The Knowles Group, Meadows Farm Equipment, Farm Boys Cafe, The Randolph Leader, The Car Clinic, and The Chuck House. Stay tuned, our broadcast is coming up. Good afternoon and welcome once again to the campus of Southern Union State Community College where we are getting ready for the second half of today's doubleheader softball between Southern Union and Central Alabama. Southern Union lost the first game 15 to 10 as the score indicates it was all offense by both teams in that game. Southern Union, the bright spots, a couple of three-run home runs, one by A.J. Broom, one by Caitlin Jay. The Bison trailed by as many as six runs in that game Eventually cut the lead to 10-9 to before Central Alabama was able to stretch it back out to a five-run lead and eventually win it by the final score of 15-10. to The Southern Union record now sits at 20-22 and overall, 7-10 and in the division. Central Alabama came into the series, into the doubleheader with a record of 12-4 in the division. They're now 13-4. And 31 and 5 overall, second place in the division. Everybody's chasing Wallace Hansful, who sits atop the division with their only loss coming to Southern Union. They're 17 and 1 in the division, 38 and 3 overall. That's the first place team, Wallace Hansful, Central Alabama, right behind them. And we're just about ready to get underway with game number two between these two teams. And Kaylee Barber, who did pitch in the first game and did not have much fun out there when she did, uh, didn't last long in the first game. She'll get the start in this one and hopefully have a better time of it against a very good Central Alabama lineup. And Barber's first pitch is outside to Natalie Ritchie. And we're going to give you the – we got the lineup late for Central Alabama, so we're going to give it to you as we go. Natalie Ritchie playing center field and leading off as she did in the first game. And she's in a 1-0 count. Runs up to slap, takes a call, strike on the outside corner, and it's 1-1. One and one. Tim Altork here with Adam Slay. Matt Knight's out getting us some, some lunch, and he'll be back with us soon as well. Glad you're with us here on the iSchool Sports Network for a wonderful, beautiful afternoon of Southern Union softball. Swung on and fouled off by Richie, and that'll make the count one and two. Richie in the first game was on base several times, but she did not have a hit. She had two reached on a fielder's choice twice, reached on an error, had a walk, Still looking for her first hit of the afternoon. She slaps at the changeup, 
It's off the glove of Thomas at third and trickles out into left field. And that will be a base hit for Richie to lead things off here in the first. And Savannah Williams. Will be the batter. I let that. Williams takes a called strike at the knees, 0 and 1. Williams, the shortstop. Swings and fouls it straight back. And that makes the count 0 and 2. Oh, and two. Richie gets her lead down at first. Pitch, call, strike three, outside corner. Kaylee Barber gets Williams looking for out number one in the first. Good spot. Off-speed pitch on the outside corner. And that'll bring up the first baseman, Bailey Murphy. Pitch is high. Ball one to Murphy, who had a very good game in game number one. Three for six with three doubles and five RBIs. If you can keep her back quiet, you're doing something. Called strike. Outside corner, one and one down to Murphy. And right away, we're seeing a difference in the strike zone. <laughs> That's exactly what I was wanting to from, say. <laughs> from game number one, it was a very strict, conservative strike zone for the umpire in game number one. The players certainly had to make an adjustment to that. Runner goes on the pitch in the dirt and won't be able to draw a throw as Jones, Aniston Jones, the catcher, did good just to keep that ball intermittent and in front of her. Not a pitch that was easy for her to throw on, and Richie goes down to second with one out. Pitches in the dirt again. <laughs> one out. Probably doesn't change much, Tim. The, the lineup. Neither, neither one. Neither one's going. Some of the change. some of the. I'm trying to write down the lineup. Some of the positions changed, so I want to make sure I have those correct. That pitch is in the dirt, and that's ball four to Murphy. So and runners at first and second. 42, Alyssa Newman should be next. Yeah. And Newman is the hitter. She's playing left field in this one. She was the designated player in the first game. She swaps defensive positions with Jada Askew. Askew, the DP in this one, played left in game number one. She's on deck. Pitch floats in there, just misses the inside corner to Newman. 1-0. and
couple of other defensive changes, but mostly the same names in the lineup for the Lady Trojans. Pitch is low and in again, 2-0 now to Newman, and control was an issue in the first game for Southern Union. They gave up those 15 runs, 14 hits for Central Alabama, but also 11 walks issued by uh, by Southern Union pitchers. So they're going to have to be more consistently in the strike zone as there's a hard-hit ball down the left field line and fair. It's going to get into the corner. Lawrence quickly over to get it back in and keep Bailey Murphy from scoring. She'll stop at third, but it's a one-out double for Alyssa Newman. And here is Jada Askew. Time is called. Coach Ali Silva taking uh, time here early. And I'm sure this is this is just to calm Barbara down just a little bit, Tim, and I'm going to give you a minute to, to do a little writing there. Uh, just to calm Barbara down, get her to throw some pitches in the strike zone, see if she can get another out or two here, get out of this inning, minimize the damage. Of course, a lot of their runs uh, they scored in the uh, in game one uh, did the uh, Lady Trojans of CAC. Uh, they came with two outs in the inning. And uh, sometimes even with uh, in a one-two pitch, you know, down to the last pitch. <laughs> that was funny. Did you see that? She held out her hand to get a high five, did Coach Silva. And Kaylee Barber accidentally gave her the softball. I thought for a second she was about to take her out. <laughs> Surely she's not making a pitching change this early. They had a laugh about it, as did we. And you say that, and Morgan Allison already loosening up in the uh, bullpen to our left. As we said in the first game, off-speed pitch, floats in there, called strike. To ask you... But as we said in the first game, it, it kind of is who's got the hot hand, who's going to be effective. And Coach Silva has shown a willingness to make a quick change if the first pitcher out there is not doing the job. Pitch is up and away to ask you, so it's one and one now. And, Tim, we talked about, you know, missing how much this pitching staff and this team misses Olivia Chestnut. Uh, Olivia had her surgery a couple of weeks ago, very successful surgery, uh, and uh, she did some uh, at-home recuperation down in Florida. As there's a called strike to ask you to put the count at one and two. And Olivia is back here with us uh, on campus, uh, actually in the stands. And she's down, down in front of us keeping uh, pitching charts. And we don't know what the rest of the season holds for her, but there is hope that she could get back on the field at some point this season. Certainly not a definite thing, but that's good news, even the possibility of that. It would certainly be a shot in the arm for this Southern Union team if she is able to return. All right, softball, top six. We've had this conversation before, advancing to the tournament. Top six in Top six division. in softball, top five in baseball. So it's all about jockeying for position. 
And as we said, Central Alabama is in second place. Uh, everybody chasing Wallace Hansville right now. Uh, but Central Alabama and Wallace Hansville have not played yet. Southern Union now after the day, today's game, 7-10 and 10 in the division. And they are in a came into today tied for fourth. And so those three teams, one of those three teams that are tied for fourth at 7-9 and nine is going to end up out of this thing. And if Southern Union can't start putting together some wins, as there's a called strike three to Jay to ask you for out number two, then they're going to find themselves the odd man out. And hopefully that's not the case. A win today in this game would go a long way. A split here and a split Saturday would uh, – that, That's the realistic goal. We talked in the first game. Southern Union really has to have a realistic goal of winning two of these games and keep themselves in this race for the playoff spot. Anything less than that and you continue to fall off the pace. And certainly anything more than that is absolutely welcome. Uh, if they can win the next three games, that would be outstanding. So, um, But you're right, Adam. Two, two – Two and two in this series against a team as good as Central Alabama would be considered a victory for Southern Union at this point in the season. And you're talking about Wallace Hansville. Uh, I, if I'm correct, they've only lost one division game, and that was to the Lady Bison right here. Coming into play this week, 17-1 and one in the division is Wallace Hansville. Swung on and hit. Foul and out of play left side by Anna Kate Tyree playing catcher in this game. She was the third baseman in the first game. It's all, as I said, all the same names, a couple of shuffles in the, in the positions in the batting nine for Central Alabama. Tyree played third. She's now catching. McWaters was the pitcher. She's on deck, but she's playing third base in this one. And a 2-1 pitch to Tyree is low. It's 3-1. So, runner, there's a run on the scoreboard, but they haven't scored yet. I'm not sure what. It's runners. Am I wrong about that? Yeah. They did score a run. Yeah, Richie came around to score on the. That ball hit her shirt. Just brushed by Anna Kate Tyree. Her front shoulder. Caught the sleeve of her jersey. Caught the sleeve of her jersey, and that's a hit batsman. And so now the bases are loaded. There is a run in. Richie scored on the double by Newman. So now the bases are loaded with two outs. Murphy Murphy at third, Newman at second, Tyree at first, and McWaters at the plate. Pitch gets by Jones, but not far enough for the runner to score from third. Ball one to McWaters, who pitched the whole game. She gave up ten runs, but went from start to finish in the circle and also had a very good game at the plate. Takes called strike inside corner, one and one. Now to McWaters, who went two for four with a home run, a double, three RBIs, three runs scored. In game number one. Swung on and pulled foul. Out of play over the Southern Union dugout. 
And an unusual thing, you don't see it very much, a starting pitcher who is also a regular in the lineup. But McWaters certainly has proved her worth with the bat in her hands. Pitch is low and away. When I was doing the, the stats and, and building the graphics for it, I, I looked down through there and I, and I realized that she was the pitcher. And, uh, you know, she looks just like a, or a regular hitter if you look at the, at the stats, a regular position player. Hitting right at 300. She, you know, I'm certain with that game that she had today, probably pushed her over that mark. There's a pop-up, shallow left. Ogletree goes back and makes a good running catch for out number three. So the damage is limited to just one run in the first. And the Bison will come to hit in the bottom half, trailing it one to nothing. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIBC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Back for the bottom of the first inning, game number two between Central Alabama and Southern Union. Alabama Community College Conference softball on the air here on iSchool Sports Network. Tim Altork, Adam Slay, Matt Knight back from his in-between game food run. It smells delicious in here. And the Bison will face Right-hander Anna Callaway getting her 13th start of the season. She's got a record of 10 and 1, a 4.22 ERA, 69 and two-thirds innings pitched, 84 hits allowed, 11 walks, 39 strikeouts, and she's been the one, the two, in the one-two pitching punch for Central Alabama all season. McWaters has been the number one starter. She got the win in, num- in game number one today. Callaway has been the number two starter and has a nice record to show for it, 10-1. and one. Left-hander faces Haley Liner. Ansley Ogletree, Kinsey Bayer to lead things off here in the bottom of the first. One to nothing our score, an RBI double in the top of the first by Alyssa Newman. Bison once again have to play catch up as Liner grounds one through the hole and into left field for a base hit. Well, here we go. If the first game was any indication, folks, get ready for a lot of offense. The Bison never led in that first game. As I said at the start of the broadcast, they were They were chasing their tails kind of all game long. They 
Fell behind three to nothing, tied at three to three. Fell behind 10 to four, cut it to 10 to nine, and eventually lost 15 to 10. So, runner goes, liner on the move, slides in safely with a stolen base. So, Southern Union wasting no time, being aggressive on the base pass, forcing the issue offensively. And liner down in scoring position for Ogletree, who took a ball. 0-1, it took a strike, excuse me. There's the 0-1 pitch. Up and away, that'll even the count at 1-1. Ogletree just one for four in the first game. That's unusual for her as she came into the afternoon hitting well over 400. Swung and hit hard to right, but foul. She got around on that one, put the good part of the bat on it, but just a little too far around on it. Ogletree, before the first game today, 444 on the season. Two homers, 26 RBIs. All four of these Southern Union hitters, the first three hitters, or excuse me, all three of the first three. There's a base hit up the middle. Liner's going to round third. The throw is going to come home. It will be late. Ogletree down to second. She beats the throw there. And immediately Southern Union has tied the score. Back-to-back -back singles by Liner and Ogletree, and it's one-to-one. And heads-up base running by Ogletree. She saw the throw go all the way through to the plate and just continued on down to second. She trades places with Liner. And Kenzie Bayer at the plate, I was saying, the first three hitters in the lineup for Southern Union, all hitting over 400 coming into today. Bayer, 446 was the average to start the day. She takes low and away for ball one. She went one for three in the first game with a walk and a run scored. But they pitched her very carefully, Adam. They are aware of what she's capable of, I'm sure. And she did not see any pitches to handle for much of the game. Pitched around her. Yeah. So one and one now the count to Bayer. That one catches the corner. And it's one and two. I didn't mean to abandon you, but I didn't figure anybody wanted to hear me eating a pizza. You are probably correct. One-two pitch, swung on and fouled out of play. Bear stays alive. Answering that run is big here in this game. That's big, just come, come right back and tie it up. Another one-two. That one off the plate outside. Two and two now to Bear. And Tim, if you notice the lefties' pitches, they'll start in the left-handed batter's box. They're breaking back and catching the corner of the plate. That one stays high. 
And Bayer has worked it full. The wind is a factor today. We saw it play with a couple of hits in the first game. Blowing hard from right to left. Sometimes shifts a little out towards left. Swung on and hit in the air to center and deep. Bayer's gotten into one and it is gone. A two-run home run for Kenzie Bayer and the Bison have their first lead of the afternoon, three to one. That came pretty close to uh, Cam One out there. Some of our <laughs> some of our hardware is in jeopardy out there on that one. But Tim, you know, we're talking about playing this afternoon, and, and I was worried about the weather and baseball flip flop their games uh, as well. Uh, but wow, what, what I said it in game one, I'll say it again. You couldn't ask for a better afternoon of uh, softball. Partly cloudy skies and light breeze, and temperatures probably uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 75, 76 degrees. This is about as perfect of a spring day as you'll get in Alabama. Let's go 79. And a meeting in the circle among the coach and the infielders after the first three batters have touched up. And a Callaway. And Tim, the coach is out there, but this is more of a meeting <laughs> between the team. <laughs> if you're watching with it, he's just out there kicking the dirt. They're out there talking to each other. Home plate umpire said this has gone on too long. <laughs> Nobody's saying it. He's just unless he's talking while he's doing that. I mean, and those of you that are watching can can see uh, he is kind of outside the circle kicking the dirt around, and the team is huddled up in the circle. They've been out there for a long time. I don't see anybody really saying anything. Now he's talking to them. This may go down in the record books as the longest and meeting. The umpire is standing out there with him. I'm not sure yeah. why he hasn't told them to play. This is. Unless somebody is injured. It, that, that, yeah, that's the only the only other possibility that it could be. All right, Bailey, get your whole song played. I got to play the whole walk-up song while we're waiting for this. Where's the Jeopardy thing? Yeah, for real. For the final question. Unless this is maybe an equipment thing or a an injury thing, they're all. And that's definitely got to be what it is. The umpire would not be allowing this to continue if it wasn't something that they were working on. It looks like. What that was all about. Savannah Williams, the shortstop, seemed to be the center of attention in that huddle. Anyway, she's back out at her position. And that meeting was so long, we're going to have to recap what's happened in the, in the first, <laughs> in the top of the first and the bottom of the first. I'm, I'm going to forget myself. <laughs> all right, nobody out. Three runs in for Southern Union. Bacchus swings at the first pitch and hits a grounder to second. And that's the first out in the first inning for Southern Union. 
and that'll bring up Summer Lawrence. And, and, and folks, we're not being critical. We, you know, we're not out there on the field, so we don't know exactly what it is. But uh, we are baseball and softball fans, and we watch games and and know usually how quick they break up meetings like that. And uh, that one went on for quite some time. Called strike on the outside corner to Summer Lawrence. So three hits to start the inning for Southern Union. Liner singled, stole second. Ogletree drove her home with a base hit. And then Bayer cleaned things up with a home run. Three to one is our score. Little pop, shallow left. Newman comes in and makes a good running catch for out number two. And Yantasia Thomas will hit. Thomas still looking for her first hit of the afternoon. She was on base twice in the first game. She reached on an error both times. Officially 0 for 4. And she had a couple of plays at third base where she was beating herself up a little bit. She Plays that maybe you make, maybe you don't. I wouldn't call them routine. But she felt like she should have made them. And so she had some frustration in that game defensively as well. And certainly would like to atone for it. That, I mean, that's got to be a good feeling too as a, as a player. You don't really have to wait very long. If you have a bad game, you're right back out there. You get a chance to, to make things better for yourself. She takes high. That'll run the count to two and one. And we, I talked about this a little bit uh, the other afternoon on our uh, high school but, uh, softball game of the week. You know, a great defensive play or something that happens defensively can spark your offense. Yeah, you start feeling good about yourself and your performance in general. And there's a line shot on a short hop to Williams. She collects and throws for out number three, but a good inning for Southern Union. As they push three runs across, the big blow, the Kinsey Bayer home run. We got a replay of it coming up right here. We'll watch it as we go out. Southern Union leads it three to one as we go to the second. Hey, folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. Welcome back. Top half of inning number two. Uh, We are going to have uh, eight, nine, and one due up for the Lady Trojans. Is that Everett? 
Everett. Okay, uh, so it'll be Elisa Everett, uh, Chloe Wills, and uh, Natalie Ritchie will be the schedule three, four. The Trojans of CAC. Three to one, your score now in favor of the Lady Bison. As Tim Altork said, the first lead of uh, this doubleheader for Southern Union. Now they gave up one in the top half of uh, inning number one, scored three here in the bottom half of the second. And the first pitch is taken for a ball one in the dirt. Kaylee Barber in the circle. And the 1-0 coming up now to Everett. Barber with the sign. And that one on the inside corner. Evens count at one ball and one strike. And everybody's coming in with food now. <laughs> I started something, Matt. 1-1 one, one count to the leadoff hitter. And that changeup, that one floated up there, didn't make it to the plate, takes it to two balls and one strike. And Everett in game one. Had a walk, had a couple of walks, had a single and an RBI and a base on balls and uh, popped out a couple of times and grounded out five to three. One for four, I think, in my head. Count two balls and two strikes. Barber with the delivery. That one taken upstairs. Makes it a full count to Everett. Everett playing out at second base here in this game. And she played over at second as well. One of the few changes uh, in the field for the Lady Trojans. And a payoff pitch. That one came up just a little bit short, so it'll be a leadoff base on balls. And, Tim, I'm not going to write in your scorebook because you won't ever know what it said. No. Chloe, Wills. No, I won't. Chloe Wills, center fielder, steps in. And uh, she led off the game with a uh, single and a stolen base and scored a run. Scored the only run for CAC here in game two. Barber going outside with that pitch for ball one. Thomas and Bayer playing inside the bag at first and third. Double play depth up the middle. And the 1-0 coming. Right underneath the letters for strike one, evens count, one ball and one strike. And on deck will be uh, Savannah, or no, Natalie Ritchie. Back, she'll be the back to the top of the order. And an off-speed pitch, a beauty. Got her out in front of it, swing and a miss for strike two. One and two, nobody out, runner down at first base. Will's the number nine hitter, but she came came into this game hitting three or came into the afternoon hitting 359. Aniston Jones tried to tried to frame that one. That pitch was a, 
well outside. And to that point, Wills was on base three times in the first game. A single and two walks. One for three officially. She had an RBI. And the 2-2, two -two, that one's popped up. Thomas over there makes a great play at third base. Wynn kind of played tricks on that one. That one looked kind of like a knuckleball out there. But nonetheless, that's out number one. Natalie Ritchie steps in. And I'm going to go back and correct what I said. I, I gave Natalie Ritchie's stat a moment ago. Natalie got a single and stolen base and scored the run. And that one taken outside for ball one. First of a busy uh, day of a uh, weekend, uh, four-day weekend for us. Uh, if you want to say we get a weekend, but uh, we'll be uh, at CAC tomorrow for baseball following the Bison. That one taken outside. Game time tomorrow, 1 o'clock for baseball. And then Saturday, back at CAC, Southern Union versus CAC in softball, 2 o'clock. And then Sunday back here for baseball, the finale of the series. Great pitch on the outside corner, 2-1 and one now. One out, runner down at first. And that one must have missed. I, I'm not sure where that one missed. It was it was that slow change. As Tim said, that 27 mile an hour changeup. <laughs> I mean, if you put the gun on it, that probably isn't far off. It's probably in the 30s. It just floats. And she's going to lose her with a base on balls there. So that'll set the table for runners at first and second now with just one out. Savannah Williams, the shortstop. Already the third walk of the game for Barber. And she's also hit a batter. And a good pitch on the inside corner at the knees for strike one. And Barbara's done a good job. She's worked at working ahead. And give credit to their batters. They're they're being selective and fouling off some pitches and and, and earning some some of those walks on their own. And that one high and away for ball one. One and one. Haley Liner shaded in center field just toward the left field side. And that one in the dirt for ball two. Everybody else pretty much straight up. And I can tell you as a former person who sometimes I won't call myself a center fielder but sometimes I played center field sometimes when you're just right there like that that's not even positioning that's just so you can see the batter yep you know you got a runner at second you're behind the pitcher as well it's just a line of sight thing is more than it is a defensive positioning 
Coach Silva out in the circle, and uh, she uh, she uh, has called the entire team into the circle. So from the outfield and all of the infield, and she's going to have a little meeting here. Let's see how long this one lasts. Yeah, we're going to put this one on the clock. Let's see if she goes. And she, if you don't she, believe coaches play mind games. She's doing the same thing. <laughs> kicking the dirt. I'm going to get a better view of her. <laughs> don't ever believe coaches don't play mind games with people. Oh, uh, because they, they definitely do. And she, she kind of one-upped them by – bringing in the outfielders too for this one and he's down there kind of chuckling a little bit i don't know if he's laughing or if he's griping he, he's probably over there talking to coach mike yeah she's that's right. She's got to straighten things out in the circle there. Oh, I've never in my days of covering high school, college sports, watching sports on TV. It's like a it's like a stare down almost between the two coaches. Who can have the longer meeting out in the circle? We should have had a stopwatch on this thing. Now they go. Now we're ready to go. <laughs> oh man! Well, it worked for for Central Alabama after they did their long meeting. They got the next three hitters: one, two, three. So maybe this will work for Kaylee Barber too. Two balls, one strike, one out. Runners uh, at uh, first and second. Williams at the plate. Barber ready in the circle with the delivery. You can hear the Southern Union fans. She got the strike right down Broadway. I think that meeting in the circle kind of pumped up these Southern Union players, too. They were all fired up about that strike call. Oh. Okay, that was a pop-up on the infield. And before I say anything, there's runners at first and second with only one out. And that was clearly a ball that would have been caught by the first baseman or the second baseman. Uh, it actually hit in the dirt. And there's no infield fly rule called. I, I'm confused. Yeah, Jade let it. I don't know if she let it drop or if she just didn't get to it. But she actually had a play at second base. Yeah. And, and what happened, Tim, as, as Kenzie was coming in to make the catch, there was a little bit of a cutoff there between her and the base runner. And uh, so Kenzie kind of got out, out of line, and Kelsey came over to make the catch. And if Kelsey, if Jay had looked at second base, they would have gotten the runner there. 
And I think maybe she was a little confused as well, anticipating an infield fly Yeah, on that. But at any rate, the bases are loaded. And there may be something that, I, that I'm missing, but the ball was popped in the area high enough to be, you know, it wasn't a line drive or anything. Throw back down to third, not in time. Pitch was taken for ball one in the count, one and two. Bailey Murphy, the first baseman, walked back in inning number one. Fly out to Bacchus, comes up gunning to the plate, not in time, one run gonna score, so it'll be a sacrifice fly. But that will be out number two. And all base runners will advance now. That'll leave first base open. As Alyssa Newman steps in from Bessemer, Alabama. And they'll play to run. That'll make it uh, Lady Bison with a one-run lead, three to two. And here we are again, one of these pivotal two-out situations. A hit puts Central Alabama ahead and out, keeps Southern Union in the lead. A lot of times in the first game, this situation, situation went Central Alabama's way. Southern Union needs to win one of these with two outs. That one taken outside for ball one. Yeah, and, and it would be a tremendous momentum booster for the, for the Lady Bison if they could get this out right here. As Olivia has made her way back into the press box. Mom and dad watching? Probably not. <laughs> Daughter's not playing. They're not watching. 2-0. and oh. She's missed two weeks, and she's still in second place with strikeouts. I saw that, too. And that one misses inside for ball three. And she's got a place to put her. Not that you want to with Askew on deck. And she'll give up the walk. And that'll load the bases for Askew. Third walk of the inning, fourth of the game for Barber. Oh, I know why I was confused, Tim. You got her as 48, it's uh, 20. My bad. <laughs> I may be wrong. You're right. Ask you takes that one inside for ball one. Writing down the lineup and doing <laughs> well, play-by-play play at the same time. Yeah, you were doing it while – whoop. All is well. The 1-0 from Barber to Askew. Inside corner. Evens it at 1-1. One one. This at-bat may be the biggest at-bat of this doubleheader so far. The Lady Bison can get the out. 
Barber with the 1-1. One, one. Low and inside, 2-1 two and, two and one now. You know, they've, they've got the lead right now to Southern Union, but they've never come to bat with the lead. Right. They've never entered, you know, come up to, to have their turn to hit and have been ahead in the game under that circumstance. Here's the 2-1. Good job by Aniston Jones to smother it behind the plate. 3-1, and one, nowhere to put her. And like we talked about in the first game, it, you, you constantly feel that sense of pressure of, of having to come back, of having to score runs when you're always behind like that. It's a different mentality when you're ahead, when you can play from ahead. Here's the 3-1. And she lost her inside. And we're tied up at three. And a Kate Tyree now steps in out of Jasper. And no one in the bullpen right now for Southern Union. Emma Jennings had the longest outing in the first game. That one must have missed a little bit low. So I would guess that if Barber can't continue here, is unable to, to be effective, then Allison would be the next in line. She started the first game, but didn't last long. And Morgan had already loosened up earlier in this game. There's that changeup. That one caught the corner. And I'll give you an example. We, we talked about the velocity of that pitch. You could probably swing three times and on the fourth time hit it. <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> it's like the Bugs Bunny cartoon. You could strike out on one pitch. <laughs> that one upstairs, two and one. And a pretty good crowd is gathered here. I think the rain scared everybody off, and they got to watching us and said, wow, what rain. Inside corner, strike two, two and two. All even at three apiece here, top of inning number two. Bases are loaded, two balls, two strikes. To Anna Kate Tyree. Barber with the delivery. Changeup. That is popped up over toward third base. And Thomas hauls it in for the out. That's a huge out. Ends the inning as we move to the bottom half of inning number two. We're all tied up. Southern Union, Lady Bison, three. And the Central Alabama Community College Trojans, three. We'll move to the bottom half of inning number two coming up right after this. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie, or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. 
The Car Clinic, Main Street, Downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Three to three, our score as we go to the bottom half of inning number two. Central Alabama got one in the first. The Bison answered with three in their half. The Lady Trojans tied it with two in the second. And here we are, bottom third of the order. Due up for Southern Union. A.J. Broom, Aniston Jones, Kelsey J. That was a productive bottom three in game one. Yes, it was. Broom. And Caitlin Jay, who is not in the lineup, but both of them had three run home runs in that game. It was Broom's three run bomb early on that sort of set the tone, too, in my opinion. It, it, you were in danger of being behind to a good pitcher. Southern Union fell behind three to nothing. But Broom came up in the second and hit a towering bomb to right field that tied things up. And that really set the tone for the back-and-forth nature of that game and helped Southern Union stay in it. Big cut and a miss. That evens the count to Broom, who took a ball on the first pitch. So now it's one and one. But Broom... Swings and pops it up on the infield. Catch is made by Murphy coming over from first. And that's out number one in the second. And now it'll be the catcher, Aniston Jones. Jones getting her first action of, of the afternoon. She comes in hitting 273. No homers, two RBIs. She's played in 14 games, nine for 33 on the season at the plate. Takes outside for ball one. Swung on and fouled out of play. And I think we're gonna get catcher's interference. That's going to allow Aniston Jones to reach first. And that's exactly what it was. The umpire is explaining to the catcher why he made that call. I, I didn't see it. My guess is it was on the backswing of the swing by Jones. She fouled it off, and when she was finishing her swing behind her head with her right hand, the bat must have hit the catcher. And I think you're absolutely correct. And now we're going to get an argument here. Short-lived argument. 
But Jones is at first now with one out on the interference. I think we've had a little bit of everything today. That's what you can just watch 100 games and have <laughs> something different happen every time. Called strike outside corner to Kelsey Jay, number nine hitter in the order. Jay had a good game at the plate last time. Went one for three with a base hit. With all the quirky things that have happened today, uh, Lon not here, he, he would have had fun. There's a little soft fly ball into center. It's caught by Richie, who throws back behind the runner at first, but Jones gets back. So Jay is retired. She's out number two, but that'll get you back to the top of the order. Haley Liner, who was part of that three-run first inning, she led things off with a single, stole second, came around to score. Takes high for ball one. Got a feeling, Tim. Got a feeling. Sometimes he has a sixth sense about these things. And there's a fly ball to deep center. Richie's going back. She cannot make the catch. It's off her glove. Jones racing around third. Here comes the relay. It's not going to be made. Southern Union reclaims the lead on the long fly ball by Haley Liner. All the way around from first, the two-out situation played to Southern Union's advantage there as Jones didn't have to hesitate on the base paths. Richie got a glove on it, but it popped right out. And Liner down at second. And the Bison lead it four to three. Swung on and popped to first, and that's going to be out number three off the bat of Ansley Ogletree. But some two out magic. Adam Slay's intuition. <laughs> and, and, and folks, again. The, the wind aided that one. That, that one carried that ball away from the center fielder, and, and it played a part in it. I know she got a glove on it, but it played a part in it. Well, the Bison will take it any way they can get it. Four to three, our score. Southern Union leading it by one as we go to inning number three back after this. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Southern Union leading at 4 to 3. As we go to the third inning of game number two in today's doubleheader. Due up for Central Alabama to be 7, 8, 9 spots in the order, but 
just like with Southern Union, that's not a time to relax with this Trojan lineup. What did you say? That seven of the nine were batting over 300? Over, over 300. That's, yep. that's right. So this is a very good hitting team. We saw that in game number one. We're seeing it in this game as well. And really the the key, if, if this game plays out anything like the first game, you really just need to limit your mistakes. I mean, you're, you have to understand that both sides are going to score runs, but the more runs that you can limit by making plays when you have the opportunity to make them, that's going to be the difference in the game. Errors, defensive mistakes, base running miscues. We saw that come into play in the first game as well. Any type of, of unforced error in any aspect of the game is going to haunt you in a game like this and between these two teams. So just keep an eye on that as we're progressing through this ball game. And the pitcher's got to minimize the walks. That's that's You may have mentioned that, but that to me that's one of the key things. That's absolutely part of that. I would include that in that sort of category of unforced errors where it's just things that you're doing that are not making the offense earn what they're getting. But a good start so far here in the third. An 0-2 count to Asia McWaters who popped out to shortstop her first time up in this one. And here's the 0-2 pitch. Change up. Bounces. And the issue with that pitch has not been the effectiveness in terms of how she's fooling the hitters. It is fooling the hitters. She just is not getting it over the plate consistently for a strike. If she can put those two things together, that's a deadly pitch. One, two, swung on and fouled off. Bangs off the roof and rolls back onto the field. But, you know, Tim, you talk about it really at any level and, and from umpiring as much as I used to, when a pitcher is, is missing and they're not consistent with their pitches, it, it makes a difference in, in the game. You don't get those close pitches. Here's the one-two. Swung on and hit on a line foul. And I, I, I'll go back to the glory days of the Braves with, with Maddox and Glavin. Uh, you know, they, they, were, they were consistently around the plate. And they got the benefit of the doubt of a lot of strikes that may not have necessarily been a strike. Probably part of the reason why you see these automatic strike zones nowadays where they're on the, on the screen, they have that Quest Tech system that, that monitors the umpires. That probably, those guys ushered that, that technology along because they were getting calls that weren't, weren't strikes because Great they point. were so effective. I mean, you know, that's. <laughs> I, knew, I knew Matt was going there with that. Popped up on the infield. And it's Thomas who makes the call and makes the catch. And that's out number one in the third. And that's a great play by Yuntasia Thomas from third base. She caught that very close to the batter's box. But with that catcher's mitt back here and the pitcher coming in, she had the angle. And she called everybody off. Great communication. 
And communication is absolutely essential on a play like that. And for somebody to just charge in and take charge and say, I'm catching this ball, everybody else get out of the way. That's very crucial where everyone's converging, converging like that. So Everett will hit. She takes a ball. She drew a walker first time up and came around to score. As Barber issued four walks in the last inning that helped lead to two runs. Pitch is low. And it's 2-0 and oh to Everett. And Tim, Emma Jennings is uh, loosening up in the uh, bullpen. That one bounces off the plate, and it's 3-0 and to Everett. I, I think if the, the control deserts Kaylee Barber in this inning like it did in the last inning, we're going to see a, a pitching change. That would be my guess. 3-0 pitch. It is high for ball four. So Everett, two walks in two plate appearances. She's at first with one out. And Chloe Wills is the hitter. Now batting, that was enough, Chloe Wills. Where is Steele, Alabama? That's where she's from. Anybody know where Steele is? S-T-I-L-L, Steele? Mm-hmm. Uh, S-T-E-E-L-E. Oh, Steele. Steele. Yeah, I don't know that one. We're going to find out in about 10 seconds. Matt's G-O-O-G-L-E. <laughs> 1 0 pitch outside for ball two. Six straight pitches out of the zone now for Kaylee Barber. That's why I've seen it. South of South of uh, South of Gadsden on I, off of I-59. Two-zero pitch to Wills, called strike on the corner at the knees, and it's two and one. Tim, you notice Barber working very methodically. 2-1 pitch, fouled out of play. That'll even the count at 2-2. Two and two. I'm always interested in, in the way pitchers work, the, the speed of whether they're, they're pitching fast or, or slow or methodical. There's that changeup. She waited on it and punched it out into left with it for a base hit. Good piece of hitting by Chloe Wills. And the runners are at first and second now with one out as Everett advances. And back to the top of the order. For the third time already, Natalie Ritchie. A single, a walk, two-run score for Ritchie. She's done her job out of the leadoff spot. First pitch to her, misses. 
Not sure where. Might have been inside. 1-0 to Richie. I wonder if the way that she ran up kind of shielded him from that from that pitch. The location was inside park. And that would be a definite distraction with them moving around in the batter's box, something you don't typically see in baseball. That one in the dirt. 2-0 to Richie. Tim, notice how far away from the plate she is. She's standing on the on the line of the batter's box. She's giving Fo herself room to run up and stay in the box as she does it. That's a starting position for someone who's plans to slap. But she's got herself in a 3-0 count. Yeah, and Matt brought up a good point. She's got long arms. She can cover the plate as well because she's back over here toward the first base dugout with her feet on that line and in the back of the box. And she takes ball four. The seventh walk of the game for Kaylee Barber. Emma Jennings has come out of the bullpen. She's back in the dugout, so she is loose and ready to go. Aniston Jones called time to uh, talk to Barber. And that was a, by today's standards, a very quick meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Bases loaded, one out. Savannah Williams, the hitter. Time is called. Yeah, another chess match here. <laughs> Batter calling time then. Williams one for two. She singled her last time up. Off speed. Call strike. Oh, and one to Williams. And that's something we haven't seen with that changeup is to start a hitter off with it. So that was a, a good pitch selection there and able to get it over. She comes back with something hard. She pops it up into left. Lawrence goes back, makes the catch. The runner tags, does not go. And that's out number two. Runners not able to advance. Huge out. I thought surely that would have been deep enough. But Everett tagged and did not go. And there's two outs in the inning for Bailey Murphy. And both of you corner outfielders have very good, strong arms here for the for the Bison and Bacchus and Lawrence. Yeah, we've seen that already today, and that may have been in the back of Everett's mind as she didn't run. Swung on a hit in the center. Liner backs up and makes the catch. And the Bison get out of it. Good job by Kaylee Barber. She works around a hit and two walks. Leaves the bases loaded. And Southern Union will hit with the lead as we go to the bottom of the third. Four to three, Bison lead it. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. 
Knowles Group, 2100 B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA-SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. And for the first time today, Southern Union hits with a lead. They have a 4-3 to three advantage, and it'll be the 3-4-5 spots in the order for the Lady Bison. Here in the bottom half of inning number three, Kenzie Bayer, Bailey Bacchus, and Summer Lawrence do up, try to add to this one-run lead against Anna Calloway. The lefty delivers called strike. Right through there, it's 0-1 to Bayer. Into the wine, swung on and chopped foul. Down third. So it's 0-2 to Bayer. Who hit her 11th home run of the season back in the first inning. Gives her 42 RBIs on the year. Takes one outside. Kind of a waste pitch there, 0-2. Callaway didn't want anything in the zone. Here's the 1-2 pitch, up and out of the zone, 2-2 two two now. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Bayer hits it hard off the glove of McWaters into the glove of the shortstop, Williams, and the throw is not in time. And Bayer has an infield single. And Bailey Backus will be the hitter. Good heads-up play by Williams out there at short. Matt Waters kind of experiencing a little bit of there on the hot corner, kind of like we talked about uh, Thomas for Southern Union. Ball got to her quick. Yeah, it's it's a tough play. As we said, even if the ball's not hit that hard, it still gets on you quick. It's pure reaction. Waters got the glove on it. It went over to Williams. She responded well, made the throw, but not in time to get Bears. We said runs well. She got down the line safely. 0-1 now to Bacchus. Swings and fouls it out of play. 0-2. Bacchus 0-1. She grounded out to second. Her first time.
Bayer is running on the 0-2 pitch. She is going to make it with a stolen base. The pitch was high, taken for a ball. So one and two, the count now to Bacchus. And Bayer down at second. With a chance to add to this lead for Southern Union, pitch is low and away. That'll even things up at two and two. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and hit hard in the center. Richie, though, is there to make the catch. And Bayer has to hold it second. A hard hit ball off the bat of Bacchus, but right at Richie in center. And that's out number one in the third. And Summer Lawrence will be the hitter. Lawrence flied out to left her first time. 0 for 1, swing and a miss. She was fooled on a pitch away from her, out in front. And it's 0-1 to Lawrence. Matt's requesting more gadgets. (laughs) (laughs) Call strike outside corner. Lawrence in the hole, 0 and 2. And Tim, we're at the time of the afternoon. Our home plate camera is going to have those shadows on it a little bit. Here comes the 0 2 pitch. That one stays off the plate outside. All three pitches in this at bat have been away. But that one missed, and it's 1 and 2. Tim, you noticed with the time change and everything, longer hours, the pitcher's actually covering her eyes up after the pitch. Swung on and hit on a lot off the glove of Everett at second. Bayer's going to round third and come home and score. And it's 5-3 to three Southern Union. Everett slammed her glove on the dirt. She thought she should have made that catch. But Lawrence reaches. I'm calling that an error. I think she should have caught that ball. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I agree with that. It may have had some... We know Will Phillips would have said it was an error. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it may have had some tailing action that may have caused her to misjudge it a little bit. I, that might explain why she had her glove up above it. It went below her glove. But still, it's a, a play that she had time to make. It was right at her. But Southern Union will take it. The run comes home. It's 5-3. to three. Still one out in the inning. And Lawrence down at first. Bunt shown. Lawrence goes. The throw is offline. Lawrence slides in with a stolen base. Well, the formula is a clear one for Southern Union in this inning. Get them on first, steal second, and drive them home. Wheels in motion. Put the pressure on the defense. We could beat that like a dead horse. The pitch to Thomas was a ball. She swings it, hits it hard to right. That one is going to be dropped out in right field. Lawrence had to go back 
as that ball landed right in the glove of Wills and then popped right out. Lawrence, assuming the catch was going to be made, took a few steps back towards second before moving on to third. So she's not able to come around and score, but another error. This one by Wills in right field. And it's Bison on the corners with one out. For A.J. Broom. She tried to catch that ball, it was kind of waist high. And the only thing I can think of is the way that she had her glove turned. As the runner goes, no throw on this one. Thomas steals second, the third stolen base of the inning for Southern Union. Pitch taken for a strike, it's 0-1 to Broom. But the only thing I can think of on that fly to right was Wills had it, her glove turned up instead of down. It's kind of an awkward position to make a catch, but still, another again, another play that should have been made. Popped up on the infield. McWaters comes in and makes the basket catch in foul territory, and that's out number two. So Broom misses a chance to drive home at least a run. And now with two outs, it'll fall to Aniston Jones to accomplish that task. With runners at second and third and two outs now. Pitch popped up, foul territory. It is gonna get out of play. And Aniston, excuse me, Aniston Jones out in front of that one just a touch. Jones reached on the catcher's interference. Her first time up in the second inning. And came around to score on the double off the glove of Richie in center field by Liner. Swung on and hit hard but foul. Down the left field line. So 0-2 now to Aniston Jones. And yet another sort of pivotal two-out situation where a hit could stretch the lead to four runs. See if Bison can get, get this one to swing their way. The 0-2 pitch taken outside and high. One and two now to Jones. And she wasted that pitch just to try to get her to swing at something out of the strike zone. Or to set up this pitch. See where the location is on the one, two. Tried the same spot and missed in the same spot. It's two and two now. Here is the 2-2 pitch, low and away. Jones has worked it full. It was 0-2, it's 3-2. With Kelsey J on deck. The full count pitch, grounded through the hole on the right side, base hit. One run will score. They're going to wave the second runner. She will score as well. 
a two-out, two-run single for Aniston Jones, and the Bison lead at 7-3. to three. And, Tim, that was a great piece of hitting, outside pitch. She worked it back all the way to a full count, and then she went with the pitch, got it in the hole between first and second. Just an outstanding job. Aniston Jones comes through in the clutch. And Kelsey J, the hitter, takes a strike. It's 0-1. Callaway into the wine. She delivers and serves up a single to Jay. Into center field. Two out trouble continues. And, Tim, I was about to say it a few minutes ago, and I kind of waited a little bit, so I'm going to go ahead and say it at this point, and I'm hesitant about saying it. But this game right now is taking the field that game one did in favor of CAC. This game is shaping up for Southern Union. Yeah, you just felt like in that first game – that no matter what Southern Union did, they were just never going to quite be able to close the gap. And it feels like that sort of has flip-flop right now. Yeah, couldn't get over the hump. Yep. They got close, and they kept it close, and they and they kept it within, uh, you know, five-run lead. Yeah, they but, gave themselves a chance. Right. They were in that game. And another long meeting in the circle. And the first base coach reminding the umpire – I think he, he was saying that they're allowed 30 seconds. And it's been at least that. We didn't bring them food, so they, they didn't bring us any. <laughs> and we have the Jeopardy theme. And there goes everybody back to their positions. That one was a that one was a lightning round compared to the first one. <laughs> and time for the daily double. <laughs> Three our score. Haley Liner at the plate. Runners first and second. Two outs. Liner takes a called strike. She shows a smirk after that yeah, one. She thought it was a little bit high. Oh, and one to liner. She swings at one on the outside corner, fouls it off. It's 0 and 2. And that was a defensive swing in response to strike one. Liner two for two, a single, a double, an RBI, and a run scored in this game. She'd like to keep that perfect record going right now. Takes outside and high for ball one. It's one and two now to liner. Aniston Jones, the big two-out single. She's down at second. Kelsey J followed that up with another single. She's at first. And a one-two count to... Liner who hits it in the air to right. Wills on the run, makes a diving catch for out number three. And that will end the inning, but another good one for Southern Union. They score three more times and stretch the lead to four runs. 
We'll go to the fourth inning, Southern Union leading at 7-3. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County. Road 811 with Dowie, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane with Dowie, Alabama. Top of the fourth inning, 7-3 our score. Southern Union in the lead over Central Alabama right now. Kaylee Barber back in the circle for Southern Union. It hasn't been a work of art for Kaylee Barber, but it's gotten the job done so far. Barber has allowed three runs on... Four hits and seven walks through the first three innings. But as I said, she leads it seven to three. And she'll face the four, five, six spots in the order here in the fourth. Newman, Askew, and Tyree do up for the Lady Trojans. Have we had a three up and three down inning at all in, in game one or game two? I would say the answer to that is no. For either team. We have not. Swung on and popped up. Thomas calls for it right away and makes the catch over there by third. One pitch, one out in the fourth. Couldn't ask for anything better. Yeah, Adam, to answer your question, the closest we've had to a 1-2-3 inning was the top of the first inning in game number one. Four batters, right? Four batters. And there, was, <laughs> there was a one-out walk, and that was it. And that's been the quietest inning pretty much for either team. It's been all about the bats. Ball strike at the letters. To ask you. Ask you 0 for 1. She struck out and she got an RBI on a bases loaded walk in the second. The 0 1 pitch. Right through there. Called strike. It's 0 and 2. Barber into the line, the 0-2 pitch, hit hard in the center on a line. That'll get down in front of Liner, who drops to a knee and fields it and gets it quickly back to the infield. 
A one-out single and no one-two-three inning this time either, Adam, as Askew reaches on a solid base hit. We hadn't had a double play yet. Yeah, this would be a good time for that, wouldn't it? <laughs> we haven't had a double. Well, we had the the yeah the not the traditional the, the, right you know four six three type of double play. There was a line drive in the first game that turned into a double play, but that also was in the first inning. That, that's right for Southern Union. Anna Kate Tyree, the batter. Oh, for one, she was hit by a pitch her first time up. And she's popped a third. Takes low for ball one. Ever so slightly was she hit by a pitch. It brushed the sleeve of her shirt on her front shoulder. And that counts. Here's the 1-0. Bounced off the chalk of the batter's box. And it's two and zero. Oh. <laughs> what he said? Matt, Matt said when when you get hit by a pitch that he he's old school that uh, he thinks it ought to draw blood that, <laughs> in order for you to get your base. Yeah, the jersey shouldn't count. I mean, that's I'm with you, Matt. Pitch is high for ball three. See if Barber can battle back. 3-0, the pitch is low for ball four. Walk number eight for Kaylee Barber in this game. She continues to live dangerously. Runners first and second now with one out. And Asia McWaters. McWaters hit the ball all over the yard in the first game, but she's popped up twice in this one, 0 for two. Swung on and popped foul out of play. Aniston Jones gives it a look, but it bounces off the netting. Strike one to McWaters. Are you talking about getting hit by a pitch and watching as much Major League Baseball as we do, and, and they get hit by 95-mile-an-hour fastballs on the inside part of the plate where it does nothing but brush the jersey as well. You, you see it all the time. Called strike on the changeup. And it's 0-2 to McWaters. Yeah, makes the shirt move a little bit more <laughs> with that 95. Yeah. You can see it a little bit better. 0-2 pitch. Back to the changeup. Got a swing and a miss for strike three. Big out. And that's also something we haven't really seen from Barber, throwing that change up on consecutive pitches. And she used it to great effect there. Good time for it. Got the strikeout. Her third strikeout of the game. And Everett hits now. Runners first and second with two outs. Call strike inside corner to Everett. Who hasn't seen many strikes in this game. She's come up to hit twice and walk twice. Barber's pitches, uh, her intervals between pitches have speeded up a little bit. She's speeded up uh, her delivery. 
That one skips up there. Good job by Jones to keep it in front. One and one to count to Everett. Ask you at second, Tyree at first. The 1-1 pitch popped up, foul territory. That is going to get out of play. Kenzie Bayer chasing it down, but it uh, hit off the end of the dugout and went out of play. Matt's got the toggle zoom on the home plate camera now. He's ready to go. Add another contraption. One-two pitch. Just missed the inside corner. Maybe a little low, too. It's two and two now. Back to the changeup. Everett lays off. Now it's two and two. I had the count wrong. It was one and two. Now it's two and two. Nope. nope. It's three and two. I had it right the first time. It is three and two. Good communication between the two umpires. The field umpire had it. Full count. Pitch is a call strike on the inside corner. Back-to-back -back strikeouts for Kaylee Barber. And she gets the big pitch with two outs and holds them scoreless in the fourth. We go to the bottom half of inning number four. Southern Union leading at seven to three. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday 11 to 7 and Friday and Saturdays 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Bottom of the fourth inning, Southern Union looking to add to a 7-3 lead as the Bison come to hit against Anna Callaway. It'll be the 2-3-4 spots in the order for Southern Union. Ogletree, Bayer, Bacchus. The Bison so far have scored at least one in every inning, three in the first, one in the second, three in the third. They want that trend to continue. Because I'll say this, 7-3 to three feels good. It looks good right now, but we're early enough in this ball game, and we've seen enough of this Central Alabama lineup that 7-3 to three is not safe. More is better 
when it comes to runs for Southern Morris, Union. Southern like Union right now. <laughs> this game far from over as Ogletree hits one hard, but well foul. And Tim, I believe that had the distance from my angle. Yeah, she put the good part of the bat on it, but was way out in front. So 0-1 to Ogletree is one for two. She singled and drove home a run in the first. Popped the first last time up, and she's going to ground a base hit into right field. Right there in between first and second. And Ogletree has another multi-hit game. She's on to lead off the fourth. Nice piece of hitting there from Ansley. Got the ball on the ground. Found the hole between first and second. And, and another base runner. And another leadoff runner. It's, it's just constant. Bayer takes high for ball one. Yeah, that's a very good point. Pitch is low and away, 2-0. And, oh. and, Tim, what Matt was referring to is, is, and you talked about it in the opening, you know, Southern Union is a – they're a hitting team. You know, they, and, and, yeah, I would and, call them an elite offensive team. An elite offensive team. And maybe they – Alex or Central Alabama hasn't seen that other than Hansville, and they haven't played Hansville They yet. haven't played Hansville yet. That pitch is called strike. That high strike has been there in this game. And there it was again. It's two and one now to Bayer. Bayer having a ball game, two for two. Swung on and fouled. Out of play, left side. And that'll even the count at two and two. A two run home run in the first for Bayer. A single in the third, a stolen base. She came around to score in the third. Swung on, good cut. Pitch was out over the plate. Bayer had a good hack at it, even with two strikes. But fouled it off. Yeah, that was not a defensive swing. <laughs> it was not. She, that, was, she was looking to park that one somewhere. And Callaway is happy that she didn't get a better part of the bat on that one. That was a bit of a mistake pitch there. Swung on and hit in the air to left. Newman drifts back, now shy of the track, stops and makes the catch. One out now in the fourth. Bayer got it up in the air, gave it a little bit of a ride, but an easy play out and left for Newman. One out in the fourth for Bailey Backus. Ogletree still at first. Now with one out, I wonder if they'll turn up the, the base running here and see if Ogletree takes off. There she goes. Throw down is close, but not in time. Ogletree steals it. Second stolen. No, that's her first stolen base of this game. And the pitch was called a strike. 
So Ogletree down at second with one out and another meeting on the mound, or the, in the circle, rather. Not even in the circle. He called time to go talk to the, to the field umpire. He's had a rock in his shoe about a lot of things today. And none of the umpires have been able to get it out. And I'm not sure what, what he's actually questioning. I mean, this is in between maybe the throw down. I mean, if it, you know Ogletree steals second, maybe he thought she was out. But, I, I mean, I didn't think it was a relatively close play, but I, I thought she was clearly safe. That would have been the most recent call that the field umpire made. And the throw did beat her, but she got in under the tag. Yeah, and it bounced. The throw bounced. And by the time she had swiped the tag, Ogletree was in there. But I assume that that had something to do. They throw behind her, and she's going to take off for third and make it. It's almost like she baited them into that. Ogletree drifted off the bag at second. Tyree fired in behind her. And Ogletree, as soon as she saw Tyree stand up to make the throw, she took off for third, almost like she planned it. So another stolen base, second one of the inning for Ogletree. She's down at third with one out. Backus takes a ball, and it's two and one. Well, that's just savvy Ogletree, a player that's been around for a while. Had plenty of opportunities on the base paths. That's just savvy veteran base running right there. Swung on and fouled straight back. And that'll even the count at two and two to Bacchus. Two balls, two strikes. Runner at third, one out. Here's the pitch, swung on and fouled out of play. So it'll stay two and two. Two, two pitch, whoa. I hit the bat and it's a foul ball. Wow, you don't see that every day. You talk about stuff you don't see every day. The ball goes behind her head and hits her bat for a foul ball. And that's actually something that when I was coming up, I was coached. If that ball's coming behind you, you've got to pull that bat down. Yeah, you got to pull it back down toward the strike zone. Because that can happen. doesn't happen much, but it does happen. And we saw it right there. So still two and two. Out away from her this time. She pops it foul, and it's going to get out of play. Back is 0 for 2 in this one. She's grounded out to second and fly to center. She went 1 for 4 in the first game, so she 
would love to come up with something here. A little soft fly ball into shallow center. That's going to get down for a base hit. And Backus does come through. RBI single, and it's 8-3. to three. Bailey Backus, a good at bat. Fouled off several pitches. And found a spot in the outfield to drive home a run. Southern Union now leads it 8-3. Backus at first for Summer Lawrence. And Backus takes off, and she is out. No argument from Backus. It didn't look like the tag was applied, but it must have got her on the way by. So Backus caught stealing. And that clears the bases. Two outs now, nobody on. And Summer Lawrence in a 1-0 count. Pitch. She checks her swing. Home plate umpire says she went around. That looked like the right call. And it's 1-1. One and one. Lawrence 0 for 2. She's fly to left. Pitch is chopped foul. Third base side. And she hit that line drive back in the third that went off the glove of the second baseman for an error and ended up scoring a run. Part of that three-run third inning. She's behind in the count, one and two. Pitch is high. To even things up, two balls, two strikes. Summer Lawrence, left fielder for Southern Union. Two-two pitch, swung on and hit hard to left. She got a hanger and bashed it right over the fence. A home run for Summer Lawrence. In line drive fashion. I didn't know if it would be high enough to get out of here. She certainly hit it hard enough. And she circles the bases with a solo home run, and it's nine to three. That pitch hung up like a beach ball, and she didn't miss it. For Lawrence, her sixth home run of the season. RBI number 25. Check that, 26. She had one in the first game. Swing and a miss. Yuntasia Thomas hits. The Bison have stretched the lead to nine to three. More is definitely better. For the Bison. Pitches a called strike outside corner at the belt. And it's 0-2. That one's high. Is it one and two or two and one? I got one two, Tim. That's what I got too. Here is the pitch. 
Off the plate, outside. That should be an even count now, two and two. Hit in the air to left, pretty deep. Newman going back. She's at the warning track and makes the catch right underneath the scoreboard. And that is out number three in the inning, but another good one for Southern Union. They score two more times. Highlighted by the solo home run by Summer Lawrence. And we'll go to the fifth inning. Southern Union leading at 9-3. to three. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. 9-3 to three our score as we go to the fifth inning. Southern Union leading Central Alabama in the second game of our doubleheader here today. Got a moment. We'll remind you of the rest of the broadcast schedule for this weekend. Coming up tomorrow, it'll be Southern Union baseball versus Central Alabama over in Alex City. We'll be back on the air Saturday with softball from Alex City between these same two teams that we have right here. And then Sunday, we'll finish up that series of baseball between Southern Union and Central Alabama right here from Wadley. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, softball, baseball, softball, baseball. That's the schedule here on iSchool Sports Network. And hope you'll tune in with us all weekend long. See, it'll be one, two, and one. No, one, two, and two. One, yeah, start times of one o'clock tomorrow, two o'clock Saturday, and 1 p.m. No, two o'clock Sunday. It's one, two o'clock. One, Sunday. two, and two is what you said. One, two, two, yeah. two p.m. Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> one tomorrow, two and two and two, yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Kaylee Barber's still out there. She'll face the nine-one-two. Spots in the order. Chloe Wills, Natalie Ritchie, Savannah Williams do up for the Lady Trojans. And I'm going to throw this disclaimer out there. All of those times and days are subject to change. Absolutely, they are. The weather, always a factor. And these teams will adjust accordingly. And as soon as we know, we'll let you know. If you check out our Facebook page, just go on Facebook. Look up iSchool Sports Network. Follow our our Facebook page, and you'll see all our posts, all of our updates. Everything we know, we post it as soon as we can on that Facebook page. So, Facebook, check out iSchool Sports Network and get all the info there. And I want to thank uh, the athletic director from uh, Central Alabama Community College, uh, Kathleen Thompson, uh, giving us uh, a permission to uh, come over and uh, follow the bison. She wants to watch some of our broadcasts as well. 
word's starting to get around, isn't it? Yep, and, and she may be she may be listening and watching this afternoon as well. And if so, we're very happy that she is. Wills has worked a 3-1 count. As you mentioned, we mentioned, talked about, has yet to be a 1-2-3 inning for either team in this game or in this doubleheader. Call a strike, and that will run it full. Barber on the stripe now, ready to go with the 3 2 pitch. Here it is. Swung on and grounded to second. Jay has it. Quick flip to first, and that's out number one in the fifth. Now, that was a great battle by Barber. Yeah, 3 Coming and 0. Back and getting the out. Absolutely, Adam. 3 and 0, come all the way back and get the out, especially to the leadoff batter. And back to the top of the order with Natalie Ritchie. One for one with a couple of walks. She's been on base all three times. Takes inside for ball one. She's stolen a base, scored two runs. She's been everything you would want a leadoff hitter to be. Here's the 1-0. Low and away, 2-0. and oh. Nothing happening in the bullpen for Southern Union as far as I can see. No, nobody down there. But Emma Jennings has been up a couple of times already. You wonder if she's just pretty much ready to go. Pitch is low and away. Or if they'll go back to Allison. If the game starts to get away from Kaylee Barber, we're certainly not at that point yet. 3-0 and count. Here's a 3-0. Call a strike right through there. 3-1. and one. The 3-1 pitch. Catches the corner, calls strike two. Well, Barber fell behind 3-0 to Chloe Wills and battled back to get her. See if she can do the same thing with Richie. Another payoff pitch in the inning. Here it comes, and she lost her that time. Richie draws her third walk of the, the game, and she's on with one out. That's the ninth walk of the game for Barber. She's also hit a batter. Off speed, bounces and gets away from Aniston Jones. Richie moves up. 
It's 1-0. That was the first pitch to her. Fouled off. And that leaving the count at 1-1. To Savannah Williams. Williams, one for three. She singled. Struck out and flied out. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Hit on a line, back through the box and into center field. Liner comes up throwing, gets it back quickly, and keeps the runner from scoring. But Richie stops at third. Williams at first. They're on the corners with one out here in the fifth. And Bailey Murphy, the hitter. Murphy 0 for 1 in this one officially, a walk and a sacrifice fly RBI. She's flied out twice. We might have to adjust the climate control temperature here in the booth. Pitch to Barber, I mean, excuse me, from Barber to Murphy is low for ball one. That one is outside for ball two. The one-one pitch, up and away. Or is it three and zero? Oh? It's three and zero. Oh. Didn't it? I've got three, you know. Yeah, it's three, you know. Need to get our scoreboard operators in line over there. Three balls, no, correct. Yeah, three balls, no <laughs> strikes. I think that may have been what Murphy was asking about because the scoreboard showed two one. She wanted to make sure what the count was. Now it's three and one. <laughs> Are the mocks watching in Fayetteville today? Three one. Short liner into left. That's going to get down for a hit. It took a funny hop. They got past Lawrence. One run is in. Another run's going to score. Murphy trucking around the bases. She's going to end up at third. And it'll be a two-run triple for Bailey Murphy to cut the lead to nine to five. Richie comes home. And that will be the end Williams of the afternoon for Kaylee Barber as Emma Jennings comes out of the uh, dugout. We'll step aside, let Jennings take a few warm-up pitches, and we'll be back right after this. 
With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes, or take control of that meeting in your red high heels, or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Emma Jennings, the second pitcher of this game. A really game effort by Kaylee Barber, who struggled through every inning. Issued nine walks, hit a batter, and has been charged with five runs so far, but she leaves leading it nine to five. And Jennings, who pitched the majority of the first game, is back out there to try to close things down in this one. And she comes in, the situation with a runner at third, one out. And going back to that triple, Summer Lawrence, it was kind of a tough luck play. The ball was not hit very hard. It was just sort of a looping little pop fly but it had some wicked spin on it. As soon as it hit the grass, it just sort of took off and darted right past Lawrence. She was in position to make the play and hold him to a single, but the bad luck hop turned it into a three-bagger and two, rain, two runs came in. A soft liner to Ogletree. She can't catch it. Off her glove, off her head, and the run comes home. An error on Ogletree. That ball was hit on a line, but not very hard. I think the speed of the ball is what threw Ogletree off there. When it's coming on a line like that, you expect it to be a little harder hit. And a little glance back into the sun didn't help. That's true. And she had all of that sort of going on in the split second that she had to judge that ball and make a catch, and she couldn't do it. So that's three runs across now. The lead is nine to six. And as we said, Adam, no no lead is safe. Not with these two teams no. hitting the baseball or softball the way they do. But it's just a two-way street. That's the way the series is going to be all day today, probably all day Saturday. It's just a fact of life. And you just got to do your best to limit the damage if you're Emma Jennings right now. And a normal – Length meeting comes to an end. <laughs> and folks, you don't hear that very often no, on a broadcast. Not on this not on this day anyway. <laughs> so Jennings ready to go, facing Jada Askew. Pitches in the dirt, it's one and oh. So that last run will be charged to Barber, low and in to ask you it's 2-0, and and that'll close the book on Barber. So she gives up six runs, but is in position to be the winning pitcher if Southern Union can hold on here. Still a long way to go.
The umpires, he must have seen something that Emma Jennings did to the softball. Because he walked out. He called no pitch. Well, he and, and then whatever he said. He told her to throw that ball out. And now we got time for Ali Silva to take some sunglasses to Summer Lawrence. She's going to swap the visor for the sunglasses. Yeah, it, 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 and Matt brought up a good point. We don't have a real good picture of it, but the, the scoreboard here, if you just see the sun is beaming down on it and there's a tremendous glare. So center field and left field, anybody on the left side is really in the sun. And that pitch is wide of the zone. It's 3-0 and now. To ask you, one for two. A base hit, a walk, and an RBI in this one. She also struck out. And this has been a game of chess matches. Not only between the coaches, but the batters in the batter's box. That pitch is high and it's ball four. Second walk for Askew. Newman goes down to second. Still only one out in the inning. And Anna Kate Tyree, the catcher. 0 for 1, she's walked and been hit by a pitch. I've said the number several times, and I don't mean to harp on the point, but this is a dramatic number of walks that Southern Union has has issued in both of these games. It's at some point you just leave the point alone, but I, it it doesn't happen like this a lot, and so it's it's worth Noteworthy. mentioning. Grounder to third. That one might have been affected by the sun as well. Throw over to first in time. Double play. Yantasia Thomas stepped on the bag. Made the throw, and there's your inning-ending double play, Adam Slay. <laughs> and a good ending to a three-run fifth inning, and the Bison limit the damage. We go to the bottom half of inning number five, Southern Union leading at 9-6. to six. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurses' shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. We go to the bottom half of inning number five, Southern Union leading at nine to six. And a new pitcher for Central Alabama. It'll be number 12, right-hander Kelsey Watson. She comes in with a record of five and one 
in 11 appearances, a 4.91 ERA, one save, 35 and two-thirds innings pitched, 39 hits allowed, just eight walks, 23 strikeouts. Just based on the numbers and the innings pitch, she's the clear number three in this on this pitching staff. And going to have a pinch hitter as well. Uh, Lolly Smith, 33, will be pinch hitting. She'll hit for Broom. We saw Smith in the first game. She came on as a defensive substitution at first base. But Broom playing in the designated player spot. So Smith likely won't be in the field. But it's the seven, eight, nine spots in the order for Southern Union. Smith now instead of Broom. Jones and Kelsey J do up. And with her first plate appearance, I'll give you some numbers on Lolly Smith. 103 the batting average, no homer, four RBIs. That 103 is a three for 29 mark. She does have a double among those three hits. From Kennesaw, Georgia. She'll get the first look at Kelsey Watson. Pitch, low and away, ball one. Here's the 1-0 pitch, taken. Must have been low, it's 2-0. and oh. Called strike on the outside corner, that'll make the count two and one. For somebody like Lolly Smith, who's got three hits and 29 at bats, she's obviously had a few opportunities interspersed throughout the season. But she absolutely wants to take advantage of that opportunity. Swing and a miss. She chased one out of the zone. And that'll even the count at two and two. You can't work your way into the lineup if you don't take advantage of the opportunities that you have. That's, that's my point. And I always like to see the players come off the bench and, and do something positive. She takes high for a ball, and that's run the count full. And Tim, we're set up for back-to-back -back pinch hitters. Sky Lofton uh, has moved into the uh, on-deck circle. Right 3-2, check swing. She went around, and she strikes out to start the fifth. And it will be Sky Lofton uh, who will hit number 14. Freshman uh, out of Pine Mountain, Georgia, uh, comes in with uh, no, no batting average. Uh, Tim, she's got uh, six plate appearances, uh, no hits, uh, no runs, no RBIs. Now batting number 14, Sky Lofton. 
And Tim, you reckon in the in the bottom of the fifth with uh, a three run lead, and I know it's not a comfortable lead, but uh, maybe just getting some of these in just for uh, a little bit of experience, get them some at bats uh, for the stretch run. I, I would guess. I mean, strategically, you're putting in, in players that have not performed, and I know that's the expectation when you put them out there, no matter what they've done before. But it seems in a game that we've talked about that no lead is safe. You've had good at-bats from A.J. Broom today. You've had good at-bats from Aniston Jones today. You also have Caitlin Jay on the bench who hit a home run in the first game. You certainly want these decisions to pay off. But it may be hard to follow the, the logic here a little bit for me. <laughs> And that's as much as I'll and, say. And we don't get to come to practice, so we don't know. That's we, right. You know, we don't. We don't know. We 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 know what numbers on a sheet don't always tell the whole story, and so we'll we'll certainly give Coach Silva the benefit of the doubt. We just get regard. to sit up here and talk about it. That's right. <laughs> and not that we're questioning Coach Silva. Two pitches outside and low, three and zero, and out of Lofton. Well, a walk would certainly be something positive. Rio called strike inside part of the plate, and it's three and one. Three one pitch fouled right side in the air. It's going to get down though before anybody can get to it. And it'll be a full count now for Lofton. She squares around. Something to distract the pitcher perhaps or set her timing. Anyway, she pops it up. Left field and the running catch made by Newman near the foul line. And that's out number two in the fifth. And that'll bring up Kelsey Jay. Jay's had a hit in both games. One for three with a single in the first game. One for two with a base hit here in this one. And she chops one out towards short. Williams has it. Had to wait for the high hop. And she will not make the play in time. Kelsey laid that one out. She can fly down that line. The speedy Kelsey J <laughs> with an infield single. She's two for three. And that clears you back to the top of the order. As we've said a couple of times, for both sides, that third out has been the hardest one to get. Let's see if Liner can make it hard on him here. Swung on and punched into right. That's going to get down for a base hit. Jay holds it second. Thought about going as the ball was bobbled out there, but she stays put. 
And Liner has a base hit, back-to-back singles with two outs. Third hit of this, this game for Liner. She's three for four. And another hot hitter, Ainsley Ogletree. Ogletree, two for three. She scored a couple of runs, stolen a couple of bases, has an RBI in this one. Good speed on the bases. Jay at second. Liner at first. There's a base hit to right on the first pitch. Jay is going to score. The throw is going to come into third. It's going to pop off the glove of the third baseman. Liner will come home. And the lead is 11-6 now. An RBI single by Ansley Ogletree. And an error. Bring home two more runs for Southern Union. Once again, two out lightning strikes. They say two out hits will get you to heaven. And the Bison are living at the pearly gates right now. <laughs> Liner all the way around. And on the throw, Ogletree is at second. And Bayer takes the ball, and it's 1-0. 11-6 to now our score. The Bison answer right back. Swung on and hit in the air to left and deep. Bye-bye. Newman goes back, and it's another home run for Kinsey Bayer. Second two-run home run of the game for Bayer. 12th home run of the season. And the Bison lead at 13 to six. And you give up three in the top of the inning and you answer with four. A net gain of one so far. And Bailey Backus, now the hitter. And all of that started with two outs and nobody on base. The single by Jay, the single by Liner, the single by Ogletree, and the home run by Bayer, all coming with two outs. And, Tim, we've said it about the Lady Bison. It doesn't matter with them. We've seen many two-out rallies. Uh, we, we saw them tied up uh, in a game. Uh, they were trailing six to nothing in the bottom of the, of the seventh inning. They plated six runs in that game. Ended up losing it, but uh, they can explode. Hit in the air to center. And Richie comes on and makes the catch for out number three, but another good inning for Southern Union as they have scored now in every inning in this game and lead it 13-6 to as we go to the sixth inning. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane with Dowie, Alabama. 
Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. 13-6 our score, Southern Union. The bats have been productive all day long. They scored 10 in the first game, lost 15-10. Scored at least one run in every inning in this game through five and lead at 13-6. And need six outs to split the doubleheader. And a huge momentum boost to go into Saturday's game. Absolutely. So it'll be the seven, eight, nine spots in the order for the Lady Trojans against Emma Jennings, who came on and got the job done to finish the fifth. She got the double playground ball. To Yuntasia Thomas, who stepped on third and threw across to get two to end the inning. And Jennings works to Asia McWaters, who fouls off the first pitch. And it's 0-1. McWaters 0-3 in this one. She's popped out twice and struck out. That was all against Barber. 226. This is her first look in this game against Jennings, and she hits a grounder to Ogletree, who throws high and pulls Bayer off the bag. And it'll be another error on Ogletree that allows McWaters to reach. She had to hurry. That ball wasn't hit very hard. It took a couple of hops to get to her. She knew she had to throw quickly, and that rush of the throw May have led to her throwing it high. Bayer did a good job to leap and make the catch and keep it from being worse over there at first. But McWater's on on the air. And Alicia Everett, the hitter. Sorry, Tim, we, we lost the scoreboard there for momentarily. Pitch. Called strike, that'll even the count at one and one. <laughs> I like the way Matt thinks. <laughs> hit on a line and pass Jay into right. So an error, a base hit. And there's runners at first and second now with nobody out in the sixth for Central Alabama. Chloe Wills be the hitter. Is that the rule, eight after six? Ten after five, eight after six. Matt Knight said, hey, just get three more outs and score one more run, and let's call it a day. And I'm with Adam. I like the way Matt thinks. First pitch to Wills, foul back to the screen, 0-1. Yeah, approaching uh, about – Five hours and 45 minutes. 
for both games. Two, 229 here. All these runs and base runners. Ooh, the pitch gets away, bounces off the backstop and up into the air, and that allows the runners to move up. McWaters down to third, Everett down to second. And one and one the count to Chloe Wills. Called strike, outside corner, one and two now to Wills. That one's high. Two balls, two strikes now. Wills one for three. She had a single back in the third. Swung on and hit into the gap and down. Liner over quickly to cut it off and only one run able to score. McWaters comes home. Everett stops at third. Wills at first on the RBI single. Still nobody out in the inning, and they're at the corners. 13 to 7. And Aniston Jones, who came back into the game, Jones was pinch hit for, but she returns defensively. She's out there giving signals. For how Southern Union will handle the first and third situation. Called strike to Natalie Ritchie. Ritchie has reached base all four times. A base hit and three walks. She scored three runs. 0-1 up underneath her arms. Off the plate inside. It's 1-1. One and one. One pitch chopped out towards short. They're going to try to get two. Jay makes the turn, but not in time. The run scores, but they get the runner at second for the first out of the inning. So Richie reaches on the fielder's choice. Give her an RBI as Everett comes home. And the score is 13 to 8. Wills is eliminated on the force out. For out number one, and Savannah Williams will be the hitter. Takes low for ball one. Pitch is chopped at the plate foul. One ball, one strike to Williams. Two for four, a couple of singles. She scored a run in the fifth. She's also struck out and flied out to left. The one-one pitch. There's that high strike called strike two to Williams. 
Swung on. She got a piece of it, and it skips foul. It initially landed, it looked like in fair territory, but the spin on the ball on that second hop bounced it back into foul territory, and it's still one and two. And the one-two pitch from Jennings, too high with that one. She tried that high spot again. But that one is about chin high out of the zone, and it's two and two. As Williams steps out. Now she's ready. The 2-2. Up and away. Full count. And we'll thank everybody uh, watching uh, wherever you may be uh, today across uh, the southeast or uh, midwest or wherever you're tuning in. As Williams works a walk. And we have quite a few that have jumped on uh, the iSchool Sports Network here this afternoon. Remind you, we'll be uh, at uh, Ellick City tomorrow at CAC for baseball. As this one has popped out towards short, Ogletree gets under it, under it and makes the catch for out number two. Out number two. <laughs> and he did call the infield fly even though it was in the outfield. So two outs in the inning, runners at first and second now for Alyssa Newman. First pitch to her is outside for ball one. Newman a double, a walk. She's reached on an error. Checked her swing. They'll appeal it. And they say she did not go around. So it's 2-0. Oh. Jennings winds and delivers. Low and in. Ball three. Three zero in there for a called strike. Three and one. Swung on and hit hard past Ogletree into left center field. Richie rounds third. She will score, and it's thirteen to nine. Newman. Now, 
and she found a 3-1 pitch that she liked. I was expecting her to sit there and uh, take one more. Yeah, she jumped on it and hit it hard. It ate up Ogletree. And now things may be getting a little too close for comfort for Southern Union. Still a four-run lead. Two outs in the inning, runners at first and second. Ask you at the plate. Takes a called strike, and it's 0-1. We talked about the power numbers for Askew all day, really. We mentioned them a couple times, 12 home runs coming into the day. She has not shown that power. They've pitched her well. She's been patient. She's worked several walks. She does have a base hit in this game, two walks. But you want to keep that track record clean. A long one here, and it's a one-run game. One and one to ask you as she hits it hard, but foul down the third baseline. And, Tim, they're, they're keeping the pitches on the inner half of the plate with her, uh, not enabling her to uh, get the barrel of the bat or extend her arms on anything. And sometimes a coach's decision, you're not going to let one player beat you. Yeah, and just talking to the to the approach for these Southern Union pitchers against her, three walks in the first game, two in this one, but she strikes out swinging to end the sixth. Good job by Emma Jennings to come back and get the third out. And that ends the sixth inning with Southern Union still leading at 13-9 as we go to the bottom half. We'll be back right after this. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Southern Union bats for what they hope will be the last time in this game, leading at 13-9 as we go to the bottom of the sixth. It'll be Summer Lawrence, Yantasia Thomas, and the number seven spot. We had a pinch hitter in that spot the last time, so not sure who will come up when that spot rolls around here, number three in this inning. Lawrence. One for three. That one was a big one, a solo home run back in the fourth. She also reached on an error in the third and came around to score. Well, Bayer hit two home runs. Why can't Summer do the same thing? Takes the pitch outside and high for ball one. 
in the second inning of work for reliever Kelsey Watson. The 1-0 pitch to Lawrence. Low, I guess, for ball two. Maybe inside and low. Could have been. And dusk is upon us. The lights are on here. Southern Union. The sun no longer a factor anywhere on the field. Swung on and sliced into right. It's going to get down for a base hit. Lawrence makes the turn and stops it first. A good start to the sixth. The leadoff single for Summer Lawrence. And Yantasia Thomas. Will hit. Looking for her first hit in this one. 0 for 3. She reached on an error in the third. She hit that fly ball that Wills just flat out dropped out there. Swung on and fouled back to the screen. That was part of a three-run third inning. Thomas came around to score. But she's behind in the count, 0-1. Watson into the wine. A foul tip into the glove, into the mitt. And it's 0-2. She's had two pretty good hacks at it. Go to pitch, runner goes. The throw down is not going to be in time. Yes, Lawrence steals it easily. Pitch was a ball. And that's a couple of times where Southern Union has run on an 0-2 pitch. And that is not typically what you would consider a, a running count, at least not on the baseball side of things. Reverse psychology. They're not expecting it. And the coach for Chattahoochee Valley out once again to converse with the umpires over something that's not obvious to me. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure what it is. I couldn't. I couldn't guess what the subject matter would be there. And not. I'm, I'm, I got to correct you. Not Chattahoochee Valley, good, uh, Central oh, Alabama. Central Alabama. <laughs> it's been a long day, brother. Yep. <laughs> I'm surprised that's the first time I've said that. Yeah, Central Alabama. Excuse me. The one-two pitch to Thomas. She hits it softly into right. That one will be caught out there this time by Will. She fires it back into second. Where Lawrence is staying put. So Thomas flies out to right, and that's out number one in the sixth. And it will be Lolly Smith again. She came on as a pinch hitter last inning and struck out against Watson. But she'll get another hack at it here with one out and a runner at second. She takes low for ball one. 
Swung on and popped up. Foul territory, and it's going to get out of play. That'll even things up at one and one. And you see Summer Lawrence down there getting pretty aggressive with her lead once the pitch is released. And maybe Tyree learned her lesson with Ogletree. Tyree has thought about throwing back down there behind Lawrence a couple of times, but ever since Ogletree sort of stole one on her when she did that, Tyree has kept it in her pocket. Pitch is a strike to Smith. It's one and two. Here is the one-two pitch up and in. Two balls, two strikes. Kind of a big run down at second base. Here's a 2-2 pitch. Swung on and hit past third into left. Here comes the throw. There might be a play at the plate. There will be. The tag is not made. And Lawrence scores. Good job by Summer Lawrence to elude the tag. She didn't slide, but she sort of sidestepped it. As Tyree took the throw, it was a little bit towards the dugout in foul territory. And Tyree had to maneuver back towards home plate. And by the time she swiped the tag, Lawrence had just gotten by. And good, good for Lolly Smith. Comes through off the bench. An RBI single, and she'll get pinch run for. AJ back in there, yep. So Broom re-enters. And Aniston Jones will hit after she took a break the last time through the lineup. Scott Lofton came in and pinch hit for her, but Jones re-entered defensively and is now back in her spot in the lineup as well. And that run is big because it extended it back to a five-run lead. Now your tying run can't come to the plate. Pitch called strike outside corner to Aniston Jones, who reached base twice. Once on catcher's interference, another on a two-run single in the third inning. So she's had a good day at the plate. Still only one out in the inning with Broom down at second. Swung on and grounded past third foul. We talked about opportunities the last time Lolly Smith came up. She didn't do it that time, but got a second shot at it and came through in a big spot. So good for Lolly Smith. Oh, and two now to Aniston Jones. Takes high for ball one. And how do you go into Saturday's game? Let's say this lead holds and Southern Union wins. From a coaching standpoint, how do you go into Saturday's game from either either side? Do you mean pitching-wise or? 
the the whole philosophy. Well, I think you have to understand that runs are going to be scored. I, if I'm a coach, my message tomorrow in between games, in between double headers, is pay attention to the small things. Make the routine plays. We've seen time and time again where fly balls that should have been caught, uh, plays that should have been made, have turned into runs almost every single time. And if you can limit that, you have to concede that these two teams are going to hit. But make them earn it. Absolutely agree. I, I think that's that's the message. And if I'm Ali Silva, just don't do anything to disrupt this this hot-hitting team. Fly ball to left. That ball will be caught out there by Newman. So Jones is retired. And Kelsey J. Two for three. A run scored. Hits with two outs. And a runner at second. One run in here in the sixth. Jay fouls it off right side, out of play. It's 0-1. But you can look at Central Alabama, and if you know, going back to pitching as well, it's going to be those same two girls. I mean, if you follow them all the way through the season, it's McWaters and Callaway, game one, game two. That's almost like clockwork. What's encouraging for you for Southern Union is you've hit both of them. You, you know, you saw McWaters go the whole whole game in game number one, but you scored ten runs off of her. And so, you know, Callaway, they chased her after five innings and scored 13 on her. So, you know you can hit those two pitchers. That's the encouraging thing for Southern Union as far as the pitching setup. And – the options obviously are somewhat limited as we've addressed throughout this doubleheader, pitching-wise for Southern Union. And it really is just a hot hand. That's the way I read it. I, you and, know, I, and I agree. It, it's I, pitching by committee. It, Whoever's hot, you got to stay with them. It's those three pitchers, and whoever's getting the job done, you stay with them as long as you can. Call strike three to Jay, and that'll end the sixth inning for Southern Union. But they get one run across. And increase the lead to 14 to 9. Three outs away, Southern Union leads it by five as we go to the seventh. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. We go to the 7th, Southern Union leading at 14 to 9, and we were talking about uh, Saturday, the, the second half of this four-game series between these two teams, another doubleheader coming up on Saturday. We'll have that for you right here on iSchool Sports Network. But we were talking about the pitching setup, and, and it works out well for Central Alabama. You know what they're going to do with their two pitchers. What will Southern Union do? Do. What do you think is option A for them based on what you've seen today, Adam? 
and, and I don't get paid to be a coach, and I'm uh, and I am not. I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not second guessing anything that uh, Coach Silva does. Uh, but uh, here today, and especially in this game, Emma Jennings is, has, has pitched a great, great ball game. Uh, you look up there on the scoreboard, and uh, there's two innings with goose eggs there. Uh, and you know, but I, if I'm coaching. I'm not. I don't get paid to do it, but uh, Emma probably gets my nod. Yeah, she's pitched in relief, relief in both of these games and has done so effectively. And just the flip side of that, there's really an argument to be made for all three of these pitchers. Morgan Allison started the first game and didn't go very long, so she's going to be the freshest of the three, right. so maybe that plays to your advantage or plays factors into the decision. Also, Jennings – has pitched in both of these games. They've seen her a couple of times. Maybe you want to hold her backs and 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 avoid that familiarity. You know, it just depends on what Coach Silva emphasizes in making her decision. But there's an argument to be made across the board. And I'm with you, Adam. I think Jennings today has proven to be the most effective uh, pitcher. She's been in the zone pretty much throughout her two appearances. As there's a base hit. Off the bat of Tyree to lead things off in the seventh. Good job by Summer Lawrence to cut that off to hold her to a single. That had the potential for extra bases written on it. And McWaters will be the batter. So a lot of ways that Coach Silva could go in the pitching department. On Saturday, it'll be... A fun thing to see it. Little pop over third. That's going to get down. Ogletree cuts it off and keeps it on the infield, but back-to-back -back singles to start the seventh by Tyree and McWaters. With a five-run lead. The message, in my mind, is out any way you can get them. Doesn't have to be the lead runner. You don't have to get anybody out of home plate. You don't have to make any spectacular play. You've got five runs to play with. You can trade runs for outs. That's right. And if, if, if you can get a sure out, take it. And that's – and knowing that, communicating that to a pitcher in, in those words, and I have no idea what they're saying out there, but if that's part of the message, even just hearing that as a pitcher, all right, I don't – this – we're up by five. I'm feeling the pressure a little bit. I just gave up a couple of hits to lead off the inning. You take that pressure off by saying, listen, you don't have to be perfect in this inning. You can go out there, make your pitches, and get three outs any way you can get them. If they score a couple runs, it's not a big deal. Relax, do your job. And I think you, if you can take some of that pressure off, maybe that helps the mentality a little bit here for Emma Jennings. And from the reaction of Emma Jennings and Aniston Jones and Coach Silva coming off the field, they may have been talking about where they were going after this game to eat because they all three were giggling and laughing. <laughs> so runners first and second, nobody out. Grounded out to short off the glove of Ogletree. And Jay is there to corral it before the runners are able to advance any further. Ogletree was screened by the runner who was passing in front of her just as the ball arrived. And Coach Silva thought that got a piece of the runner going over. 
I didn't. I I just I thought it got by her, and because she was screened, they're just checking on on Ogletree because that ball got a piece of her. So now a tough break there, and the bases are loaded with nobody out. And to your point, Adam, you said it last half inning, but a long one here, and you're still in the lead. Worst case scenario. So. Chloe Wills at the plate. Swung on and hit to first. Bayer stops it. She's going to tag the runner, and that's what I'm talking about. You get the sure out. A run scores, but now you're two, you're one out closer to the end of this ball game. So an RBI ground out by Chloe Wills. Cuts the lead to 14-10. to 10. Tyree comes home, McWaters to third, Everett to second, and top of the order with Natalie Ritchie. Pitch is low for ball one. Second and third, one out, a run in. That pitch is up under her hands, inside and high, 2-0. and oh. Jennings delivers, low and away, ball three. And if Richie does reach, that will bring the potential tying run to the plate. 3 and 0. Called strike, it's 3 and 1. Well, we saw Barbara do it a couple times. She battled back th- from 3 and 0 to get the out. See if Jennings can do it. She's one step closer. Called strike, and it's three and two. And Richie wasn't swinging on that. She was taking all the way. The three-two is hit back up the middle. Backhanded by Jay. She plants. She's not going to have a play, but she does save a run by keeping it on the infield. Another hit, an infield single by Richie, and it's fourteen to eleven. McWaters comes home. Everett to third. Runners on the corners now. Still only one out. And that was a great play by Kelsey. Not to your point to keep it on the infield. But the other thing is she looked, made sure she didn't have a play somewhere, and then she kind of ate the ball. And and that's to keep from throwing it away to to keep the merry-go-round in motion. And so here we're going to have a pitching change. Emma Jennings will sit. Morgan Allison will come back. She started the day, and she hopes to finish it. We'll take a break, let her warm up, tell you about her numbers right after this. 
No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through State Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Morgan Allison, the left-hander, is on to try to close this game out for Southern Union. Allison started the first game in this doubleheader all those hours ago, and she lasted into the second inning before she got kind of a quick hook. And we mentioned when she came out, she's a left-hander. And when the right-handers came in, it kind of was an adjustment period for the Central Alabama hitters. Let's see if that takes effect again as they've seen nothing but righties, Barber, and Jennings in this game. And shout out to the Mocs in uh, Fayetteville, uh, Arkansas, watching us uh, this afternoon. First pitch from Allison right through there, called strike. She starts Williams with one in the zone. Two runs in, one out. Runners on the corners, swung on and hit out towards second. Flip to second, Ogletree turns it, and she is out, a double play to end the game. Morgan Allison comes in, gets the ground ball. Jay and Ogletree turn it, and check on Kelsey Jay. She may have taken a lick on that ground ball. She looks like she's okay and can join the celebration. The Bison win it 14-11 to in game number two. They do get the split and break a five-game losing streak. We'll come back and wrap things up from Southern Union right after this. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations, and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. A happy ending to today's doubleheader as Southern Union comes away with a 14-11 victory over 
Central Alabama. They split the doubleheader today and go into the, the second half of this series Saturday with a one-on-one record. And, a, and the upside of that is a couple of things. Southern Union had lost five straight coming into the second half of this doubleheader. Uh, and, and some of the aspects of the game they've been struggling. And to finally break through, get a win against a very good team, a team that's only lost five times all year coming in here, uh, that, that's a big step for this Southern Union team and maybe something that can help get them back on track. Yeah, and what a great job there in, in, in the latter half of that – or top half of the seventh inning for Morgan Allison to come in with runners on the corner, tying run at the plate uh, with one out and come away with the, with the save. She got the save in that. And, and then, of course, uh, what a job Emma Jennings did too. Absolutely. And, and we got to give a shout-out to uh, Kenzie Bayer couple of two-run home runs in this game. She had four RBIs, scored three runs. I mean, you could go up and down this lineup and, and call out every name the way that Southern Union hit today in both games, uh, but but especially in game number two, able to come away with the 14-11 victory after the 15-10 loss in game number one. And one of the defensive plays of the game was the last play of the game, and Kelsey J solid at second base. Uh, she is she has improved over the past couple of years. She has improved her arm strength and everything, but she she does everything right out at second base. She is the epitome of what you look for in a middle infielder. And she had a good day at the plate as well. And a shout-out to Ansley Ogletree on that play. She had a couple of defensive miscues, but put all that behind her, turned that double play, and it was a cr- crucial play in that victory that we just saw come to an end. Now, don't forget, we're going to be back on the air. iSchool Sports Network all weekend long, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, tomorrow afternoon, 1 o'clock, from Central Alabama baseball starting at 1 p.m. Then Saturday, again from Central Alabama, we'll have the second half of this series, a doubleheader over there, softball, starting at 2 p.m. And then again Sunday at 2 p.m. for baseball, the finale of the series with Central Alabama right here from Wadley. So Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock, Tune in right here, iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Thank you all so much for watching, listening from wherever you are, supporting Southern Union Athletics. And for Matt Knight and Adam Slay, I am Tim Altork. We'll be back on the air tomorrow. Come join us then. Thanks for listening and watching, and everybody, good night.